This podcast is for healthcare personnel only. In continuing to listen to this podcast, you confirm that you are healthcare personnel. The text is a summary of a presentation given at the Nordic Migraine Symposium by Matthias Linder and has been acknowledged by him. The material is sponsored by Medical Affairs at Teva Nordic. Title Burden of Headache. Lecturer Matthias Linder, Professor of Neurology in the Department of Neuroscience, Norwegian University of Science and Technology, Director of Tjörn Headache Clinic, Sweden. Professor Matthias Linder presented an overview of the incidence and prevalence of migraine, the dynamics of a migraine attack, and the consequences of migraine for both patients and society. Incidence and Prevalence The epidemiological burden of headache was assessed in a 30-year prospective Swiss cohort study, which showed that the incidence of migraine is highest in the first decades of life. Reference 1. Migraine still appears de novo in people 40 years and older, although it is not common. These incident numbers lead to a high mean prevalence, which is estimated to be more than 10% globally. Reference 2. A Norwegian study conducted in the region of Nord-Trondelag showed that migraine prevalence varies with age and sex and is highest in women between 20 and 50 years old, with more than 20% of them suffering from migraine. The same study by Linda et al. looked at time trends in the prevalence of migraine and results showed a slow but significant, p is less than 0.001, increase from 12.1% to 13.2% over a period of approximately 11 years. The causes for this increase have not yet been clarified, but the authors of the paper think it might be due to environmental causes, most probably stress. Severity, duration and dynamics of the migraine attack Fortunately, most patients with migraine are not severely burdened by the disease. About 27% of patients suffering from migraine account for 68% of all migraine attacks, as illustrated by a survey in Sweden. Reference 4. This group of patients have frequent or even chronic migraine, CM. The same study showed that the mean migraine attack duration in Sweden is 19 hours. In many cases, however, the attack lasts for less than 4 or more than 72 hours, which is outside the time frame, 4 to 72 hours, defined in the International Classification of Headache Disorders. Attacks that last longer than 72 hours, called status migrainosus, are not uncommon and were reported by 6.4% of patients suffering from migraine in the Swedish survey. A migraine attack includes more than just a headache. Most patients experience a premonitory phase with neurophysiological dysfunction such as tiredness, yawning and memory difficulties, and with hyperexcitability, meaning patients become hypersensitive to stimuli such as sound, light, smell, touch and movement.
Reference 5. A subpopulation of approximately 1 in 5 patients with migraine have focal neurological symptoms called aura preceding the headache. Once the headache is over, many patients are left with allodynia. The hyperexcitability and neurophysiological dysfunction often continue in the so-called postdromal phase. A study looking into the natural cause of untreated attacks demonstrated that the pain intensity fluctuates from the highest, 10 out of 10, to middle intensity, 5 out of 10. Reference 6. Interestingly, other symptoms such as nausea follow the same pattern. When the headache intensity is at the highest, patients often experience vomiting. A subgroup of patients with migraine, approximately 1 in 10, have continuous symptoms. Reference 3. In these patients, the premonitory and postdrome phases overlap, and they can even have a constant headache. Whether this is medication overuse headache, MOH, or CM is hard to say since they are very difficult to distinguish from each other in the clinic. The prevalence of chronic migraine without medication overuse was 0.5% in the above-mentioned Norwegian study. Reference 3 Personal and Societal Consequences of Migraine the Global Burden of Disease study systematically analysed the burden of neurological disorders between 1990 and 2015. Reference 7. They found that the three most common neurological disorders are tension-type headache, TTH, migraine and MOH. Moreover, migraine proved to be the most disabling neurological disorder in terms of disability-adjusted life years, dailies, during the most productive years of life. Migraine ranked first as the most disabling neurological disease in Western Europe before stroke in this study. In Sweden, the total burden in terms of dailies of Parkinson's disease, epilepsy and multiple sclerosis is lower than that of migraine alone. WHO 2018 According to Swedish patients with migraine, the three most important elements in life are their family situation, ability to work and their free time. Reference 4 the same three aspects of life were mostly impacted by migraine, demonstrating the burden of migraine on people's lives. Another study clearly demonstrated that this disability is related to the frequency of migraine attacks. Reference 8 One of the most comprehensive health economic studies of the societal costs of migraine performed in nine European countries showed that the mean cost of a person with migraine in Europe is more than €1,200 annually. Reference 9 The total cost of headache disorders, migraine, MOH, TTH and other in Europe adds up to about €112 billion Euros a year. Most of the costs, 93%, are indirect and due to loss of productivity 
either because patients with migraine are not able to work at all or because they produce less than 50% of what they would have produced without migraine. Just like the loss in quality of life, societal costs increase with migraine frequency. Reference 8. Considering these numbers, investment in the treatment of migraine, which currently accounts for only 7% of all costs, would therefore potentially be repaid several-fold. Numbered references can be found in the description text of this podcast.